Blog Talk Radio. Radio, 
welcome to the first musical show, the good show, Soul Kitchen Radio, which is what we're all about. Check it out, Rick Camacho. And if you want to call in at 714-694-4150, I'm going to have a special guest named Baby James. Um, if you're in the Bay Area and, you, and you're in like Bay Area music, Bay Area R&B, he has a new style that he calls, he likes to call Ghetto Retro. Baby James is coming on the show in about a half hour, 45 minutes. Uh, we're going to give him a call. And I'm here with my lovely wife, the diva. How you doing, babe? I'm doing great. You can talk? Yes. All right. She's been a little under the weather, but she's doing wonderful today. And uh, so how how are you feeling? Um, okay. Good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's, you know, it's the first Soul Kitchen Radio. It's the first actual show. You know, we do our show on Sundays with... Uh, me and JD, we do our fantasy football show, and, and Misha, our Ukrainian friend. But right now, this is like what I what I love. I love to I love to give people entertaining music. Um, we got a little bit of entertainment stuff, a couple stories we could talk about. We got a guest host next week. We're gonna have Deja Bryson on. She's also she's the the niece of Peebo Bryson. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and so she has her her album out, and and we're gonna talk about. Bay Area music and and what what the these artists need to do to get out of the Bay. Well, I can tell you, there's a lot of talent in the Bay Area. Sometimes we're overlooked until the next star comes out, and then they go, "Wow, where did that person come from?" There's a lot of talent in the Bay Area. Right. So we're gonna figure out like Keisha Cole. And it just didn't start with Keisha Cole. Right. We got a lot yeah. of lot of old school bands and things like that and that came out of the Bay Area. All the way back to like Confunction. Oh, um, see, I'm not that old. <laughs> it's, you know, I go back as like in vogue, you know. <laughs> well, we got Confunction. We got uh, uh, Jay King in them and How the Rumors Get Started. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, and <laughs> yeah. Jay King is also on Blog Talk Radio. So if you're listening to Jay King, anybody know Jay King, tell him Rick Camacho from Soul Kitchen Radio is shouting his name out and giving him a little blog talk radio promo. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about about Bay artists and and how can they leave the Bay? Or how can they how can they get more than just West Coast recognition? Because I'm yes. thinking in, in the East Coast and Midwest, we're not getting a lot of radio play out there. You know, we're getting a lot of we're getting some play right now with uh with E forty and 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 too short, but I think a lot of that has to do with 50 Cent being on that on that track. You know? Well, however you get it done, you just get it done. No matter who you got to put on there to get it done, you just got to get that money. But the song is hot, and I and I just wish that they would uh, play more Bay Area music like worldwide around the place. So we're gonna figure out. What you need to do to do that? We're going to talk to Deja Bryce. We're going to talk to to Baby James, who just who just did a a show on Sunday night with Angie Stone here in Oakland. I didn't get a chance to see it, but I talked to him, and he said it was a great show. So if you want to call in, you want to be part of the show, it's seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. And for all of you who are a little disabled, it's seven one four six nine four one one five zero. Okay, that's the calling number for Focus and Radio. Gotta love that man. <laughs> so check it out. It also, our chat room is open. 
Um, come on in. Right now, we've got one user, and that's me, Soul Kitchen Radio, 714-694-4150. We're going to go into a little more music, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about that, okay? Yes, we're going to talk about the upcoming news that we got on the Jaguars Osgood attacked in cheerleaders' home. <laughs> What's <laughs> the funny stuff? Yeah, now, if you listen to the fantasy football show, we talked about it, but, but I'm thinking the people who are listening to this show didn't listen to that show. It's so early in the morning. God, well, we're going to talk about it now. It is so funny. But we're going to be back with that. But right now, since I'm here with the diva, I want to play a song just for her. I'm going to be romantic for a second. I hope not too romantic. I don't want to hear any confunction junk. <laughs> <laughs> no always and forever stuff. No, no, none of that stuff. This is the new Bruno Mars. Uh, just the way you are. It's right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. Love it. Without her trying, she's so beautiful, and I tell her. 
Radio, it's I'm back. It's Rick Camacho. It's the diva, Latifa, Latifa, and and that I love that song, man. Um, that was so sweet. Give me a kiss. Oh no, thanks. Okay. You, you see that? You I try to be. You've been sick, though. So you were sick. Be nice. I can't be sick. And you just turn me down. No, okay. Hey, I guess it's karma. Because <laughs> huh, I turned you down so many times before yeah. you really got it, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. You're going to bring this show to a personal level. Well, That's good radio. Whatever. Whatever, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, so so once again, I got a couple, we had a couple calls. Um, Jessica called in. She's out in Marin. And she says, hello, happy birthday to Heather. And then, are you Okay. And Don called in, his girl Monica, she's 25 today. Happy birthday, Monica, out there in San Rafael. There you go. Jessica and Monica and Heather and all of them. Call in at 714-694-4150 if you got something special you want to say to somebody. It's all good. We got you right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. So right now. <laughs> we're gonna... Let's get to the Yahoo Sports News. Yeah, Yahoo Sports News. Woo-hoo! Oh, that should be Yahoo. Yahoo. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not paying us. All right. Sports News right here. Yahoo Sports. Okay. So, Jacksonville Jaguar, Jacksonville, Florida, the receiver, Kasim Osgood, right? He was with a cheerleader from the Jaguars. She's 19 years old. What was her name? That's why you should have highlighted pages. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what her name is? Just tell them about the story. Okay. So anyway, Kasim and his his nineteen year old cheerleader, they were chilling in the house. At her parents' house. At her parents' house. And he's thirty and they were chilling at her house just watching T V. So the ex boyfriend barges in the home with check this out, a gun. And who puts a plastic bag over over their head? <laughs> so he wants to die on the way in. Hold on. Isn't that the first thing you tell your kids when, when they're young is do not no put a plastic, plastic bag, bag over your head? No ski mask. He has a plastic a bag. Safeway bag. It was a Walmart bag. I guarantee Over it. his head. And he pulls the girl by her hair. And like a caveman. And swings her around. And said... You know what you do? I knew you was with him and stuff like that. And he pulls her by her hair. And I guess this whole time, Kasim is watching. <laughs> he tells him. With his mouth open. Uh, yeah. Okay. What the hell is going on? Okay. So he pointed a gun at them and said, I can't believe you're with that guy. The man pulled um, the man Come pulled on. the girl around. The, the room. Like a caveman, by her hair. Oh, bongo, you come with me. Before hitting Osgood in the head with the gun. So he... he uh... According to that report. <laughs> <laughs> so the gunman took the girl's cell phone, tackled her to the floor as she was trying to leave. When he ordered the couple to sit on the floor, 
she escaped down the stairs in her parents' home and grabbed the gun, and then they had a shootout. But wait a minute, look. He pistol whips a wide receiver from the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> pistol whipped him. Wait, why? Okay. So you see all this going on. She managed to go get a gun and have a shootout with this guy. Wait a minute. Look what he did. Look what this guy did. She ran downstairs to get the gun. Yeah. Kasim Osgood, the, what is he, probably about, I would say he's probably about 6'6". Right. Maybe about 200 pounds. Right. 30 years old. This dude jammed a chair under the door. (laughs) And he jumped out the window. Okay, not just a downstairs window, but he was on the second floor, okay? <laughs> and he jammed the chair under the door. <laughs> like, like, he's seen that on TV, I think. Wild, crazy, <laughs> but true. True, yes, but true. Okay, Wild, well, crazy, but true. So we got some more stuff. I wanted to put you up on game on some stuff, but uh, I was told maybe I shouldn't. So we're not going to do that. What I'm going to get into right now, this is for uh, Kasim Osgood for that little thing. Down the toilet, Kasim. (laughs) Wait, he didn't even help her, though. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine this going on? Just picture it in your head. The guy already have a plastic bag. (laughs) Jump on his back while he was throwing the girl. They both fell on the floor. You couldn't already (laughs) grab the plastic bag. I mean, come on. Try to be a hero sometimes. Man, if you want to be in on this conversation, if you have something to say, if you know Kasim, 714-694-4150. 714-694-4150. And ladies, that's just to let her know, he was only there to get some. <laughs> yeah. These guys ain't even supposed to be dealing with these girls like that. <laughs> All right, anyway, here we go. A little bit of more music. This is one of my favorite songs right now. I love it. This is uh, a new, well, it's not new. It's Rick Ross's new single, Aston Martin Music. But I got a surprise for you at the end of the song, in the middle of the song. Here you go. Enjoy this Aston Martin music. Rick Rocks on Soul Kitchen Radio. Fundamentals of 
love a nasty girl, swallow what's on the menu That money trouble up when you get it out of state Need a new safe, cause I'm running out of space L-Ray Jets and I'm somewhere out of space In my two-seater, she the one that I would take We I just live life like it. 
Um, it take a certain type of man to teach to be far from hood, but to understand the streets. I never threw away that paper with my Grammy speech because I haven't hit the pinnacles I plan to reach. Yeah, you gotta own it if you want it. Kisses all on the body, she tells me live in the moment. Baby, I never forget none of that. Girl, I told you I was coming back. Kitchen Radio is Rick Camacho. What's going on? Hey, shout out to Big Leroy. He's out there listening live. What's up, big boy? Leroy. Miss you, man. You got to come kick it. Oh, my goodness. I just lost my caller. Where'd you go? Hold on, hold on, hold on. My man just hung up on me. Okay. I'm going to get this guy online right now. we got Misha. He's coming online. Oh, that's our man right here. The number you dialed is not in service. <laughs> that's now not you, that's boy. funny. <laughs> it's the diva in the house. <laughs> I'm his backup. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. You know how Emerald always said, this is real cooking? This is real radio (laughs) on live internet. (laughs) Bam. Bam. All right. Got uh. Biggie baby. Big Misha. Yo man. What's happening? What you doing right now, man? You live on the air? Soul Kitchen Radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah? I'm live on the radio? That's right. Misha, where are you hanging out today, man? I am at the uh, beautiful, of course, Westfield Mall in San Francisco, uh, California, on the fourth floor, chilling and shit, uh, doing a promotion for PlayStation Move. So if you're feeling a little lazy or if you want to try out this whole new wave of entertainment from Sony, from the makers, of PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and TVs that allows you to watch porn and crisp, clear, uh, you know, <laughs> just high definition. If you have bring you PS Move, uh, basically it's, uh, well, yeah, yeah, and, you know, you, you want to you wanna make sure you, no more scramble porn. This is <laughs> high quality stuff here that we got. And you can move here. with it. You get that shake weight to go with that, that, uh, that PlayStation Move. You're good to go. 
Uh huh. Well, I mean, that's actually pretty cool. Uh, it, seen that shake weight? Well, I guess. Uh, what is it? Have you seen that shake weight? Shake weight? Oh my god! I saw that it, the other day. It looks like oh, he's Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things where everybody knows what it looks like, but nobody ever wants to say it. And <laughs> well, I'm saying it right now. Why. When I when I see people do it, it makes it look like you're jacking off. The shake I know. Way. Well, I got hold, hold on. I got somebody here who wants to talk to you. He's uh, okay. I guess he purchased one the other day. <laughs> My man Damien, is he there? Hello. How'd you know it was me? How oh, did you know it was I, me? Anytime we're talking about jacking off, Damien, I know you're gonna be here. Well, baby, I'm like Robin. That's my calling card right there. You know? <laughs> Anything that attracts me, I'll be all over it. Uh, well, man, uh, are you still you selling chamois? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We got we got chamois and uh, thicker than ever. <laughs> they uh, they pick up everything. So I mean, they're beautiful. <laughs> oh, okay, I mean, cool. Much, much of an entertainment. <laughs> but yeah, man, I uh, tell you. Oh my God, I got a story to tell you. And tell me the story, Damien. Tell me the story. Oh no, no. Oh, sorry. Hold on. They, yes, I have more Shama to tell you about, but hold on. Somebody else has to tell you the story. This okay. Is this is not my story. <laughs> okay. Sorry, man. Uh, Damien, Oh yeah, you know that's there's no better uh, hand 
sanitizer conditioner than, you know, <laughs> the sticky, man sticky juice. Nut. Sticky man juice. Oh, nut. yeah. All over your oh, hands. Oh, yeah, she's... Uh-huh. Oh, my God, yeah. So I'm... That's why I'm starting to bottle that stuff now. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know... So, you know, you can get on the business with me. I mean, we won't mm-hmm. watch each other... Uh, you know, create the stuff, but I know what we'll both be selling, so I, I'll take a little Mr. Camacho juice out there. You know, the ladies here might be. Um, hello, the diva is on the line, and you're not taking Mr. Camacho nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me Ms. introduce you. Yes, it is. I'm going to come to San Francisco and give you the smackdown. <laughs> the diva. Oh, the my diva. God, drink. Dreams do come true. That's right. The Diva Latifah. She's the one yeah. that she used to remember she used to come by and, and watch us do our uh watch us do our thing. When we were selling uh, yeah, of course. Our, of course she was a number one fan. A number one fan when the we were selling, uh Please believe it. <laughs> what were we selling? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, well, I thought like she's got do you have about uh seventy seventeen boxes of our of Magical uh, Super Cut Pro or Master Cut Pro 3. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, one just broke the other day, and I'll tell you, uh, the metal does not go all the way through the handle. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the metal does. Oh, we've been found that Yeah, out. we found that out a long time ago, man. That's, that's local. Yeah, yeah. I think Those I still have one that hasn't even been opened yet. Oh, God, yeah, that's, well... There's like directions on them, you know. And just and like like the you just read the back of the box, and it just says it right there in blueprint. Uh, put the box directly into the trash can, including the knife. So, <laughs> yeah, put the knife you in know, the trash can too. Yeah, I feel like personally going around apologizing to anybody who's purchased those knives or uh, the wonderful uh, magic cloth. Hey, I got a song that's uh, that's specifically for all those all those little gangster kids that are that are running around. Yeah. Uh, you remember Larry Pratt? Oh yeah. Hold on a second. I'm still technically at work, so I gotta. All right. Well, I'm gonna put you on okay. hold, and we're gonna come back with Mike. Okay. Right now we're gonna listen to some yeah, general Larry I'll gotta, Pratt. Here give me he a is. call in like twenty. Give me a call in like twenty fifteen minutes or so. The rest of- <laughs>
Kitchen Radio Spring Camacho. It's the Diva Latifa. How you feeling, babe? I'm doing good. All right. Well, now we're going to talk a little bit about this. Uh, what's going on in California? This is crazy. We got this uh, this big mayor. How you Governor, speak? Governor's, governors. Race. I was going to say mayor, mayoral. This governor's race. Yes. Uh, Meg Whitman and Jerry Brown. All the Meg Whitman people stand up. All the Jerry Brown people. Say what's happening, and uh, so we. And the the big thing is this housekeeper came out for Meg Whitman, all right? Talking about she's been with her for nine years. She's she's like uh, family. You follow this stuff. Tell okay. me more about it. <laughs> I'm gonna update you because one, the housekeeper didn't come out for Meg Whitman, <laughs> but. The housekeeper that was involved was um, her housekeeper for nine years. She was an illegal immigrant, if you don't already know by now. Her name is Nikki Diaz. And what she was saying is that Meg Whitman knew all along that she was um, an undocumented worker, but she hired her anyway. Well, we all know that this happens all the time. And it doesn't always, it doesn't, have to happen in a private sector as far as you hiring someone outside of your home, but it also happens in corporations. So, but anyway, the lady um, said that before she decided to run for governor, she fired her. She came to her asking for help to get um, an attorney to stop her from being deported and to um, get her an attorney so she could get a green card. Right, right. So she's so uh Meg Whitman decides she's gonna go for governor and you know she's totally against illegal immigration, um, totally against so much stuff that, that urban I would say urban population is, is for all the time. Yeah, but what's killing the story for her is is that okay you want you came out and said she's like family, she's you know, she's done everything that you asked her to do, she's not a bad person, she's not this, she's not that. Wouldn't you help someone in that particular situation? Definitely. You know, it's just part of being human. It seems like the the human race is losing its humanity to go for life goals. It's just it really doesn't make any sense. Do you think so? Right. No, no, because when it comes to what you want to do, you say forget everybody else. And that's pretty much what what Meg Whitman did in this situation, it sounds like. Um, Meg Whitman, of course, is saying it's just allegations. They're all politically motivated. Gloria Alred, her, her attorney, and Jerry Brown is buying this lady out and telling her to come out and say this stuff. But... If this lady was with her for nine years mm-hmm. and she's going to come out and she's going to say some negative stuff about her, there was definitely something going on in there. Exactly. And Meg Whitman's 
uh, Nanny came out and said that she believes the housekeeper because she does look at, you know, um, her hired help as disposable. Well, you know, one's character speaks for itself. Right. And the most attractive quality anyone can have is character. That's right. And if you're going to, and right now, as as far as the polls I've seen this morning, Meg Whitman is losing to Jerry Brown. Well, I think because, you know, it was 44 to 49%, which isn't a huge margin. But I just think that Californians have already made up their minds. There's no further story um, that's come down, you know, and to change that. I just think voters have already made up their mind that this is not Meg Whitman, California. Yeah, and then also Santillian, that's the name of the of the housekeeper, um, she said that she was emotionally and financially abused during her employment by Whitman. Uh, Whitman acknowledged that she worked for her. She denied the allegations, calling them politically motivated. However you may see it, but Californians already have their mind made up. They do. I think uh, I think Jerry Brown might uh, be our next guy. Well, he was the governor already for California. You mm-hmm. should remember that. That was back in your heyday. <laughs> back in the 70s? <laughs> 60s? He 50s? was already. But, you know, the thing that's keeping Jerry Brown up in a polls is because he's someone familiar. Right. He's someone that has a long um, political career in politics, and he's always been straightforward. He's always been out there. He's been our governor. You know, he has a longer track record. And people always want to compare running a state as running a business, where that might have some type of quality to it, but you also need character. You also need to be in touch with your voters. You also need to know what different sectors of California need. Right, right. You know, and Meg, I, I listen to some of the Meg Whitman commercials. She talks about, she talks about California is such a bad state. She even said in a commercial I heard yesterday, if we don't get the budget passed, I'm gonna take pay from everybody every day. The budget's not passed. Plus, they're going to lose perks. They're going to lose vacation days every time they don't pass the budget. What's going on? She don't realize that it's the Republicans that are in charge right now that are that are making this budget go crazy. That may be true, but she wants to punish you. She wants to punish the workers. She wants to. They are there to do a job, and they should have a set amount of time to pass a budget. There are millions of dollars held up for college students that can't even get their money until the budget is passed. Right. And, you know, they've been in school since uh, since August, you know, August, September. It's October now. People are still waiting on their financial aid checks, uh, California Pell Grants and stuff, because, because of this whole budget situation. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. I think both sides need to just come together in a grown-up way and and just make make up their mind and pass this budget and let's get it going all right that's right that's right so we're going to come back we're going to 
We're going to, uh, we got our guest. I'm going to give him a call. So let's see. Let's take a poll okay, with our yeah. listeners. That would be a good idea. Why don't you um, come to the chat room and just simply leave Whitman, Whitman or Brown. Or and Brown. let's do a poll or a tally on what's going on there. We already have our minds made up. And I think most of California have their minds made up. What do you think? But I just think that, you know, it's time for us to just be, you know, very mature about the situation and just get it done. Both sides are not going to be, you know, not going to get what they want, but just get it done. 714-694-4150. If you want to chime in on the Whitman Brown, we're going to talk more about that. We're gonna uh we're gonna keep it going for a little while. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Chat room is open right now. Just go to the chat and uh it's it's filling up quick. <laughs> anyway, get in there. Let's talk about it. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. We'll be right back.
Soul Kitchen Radio, Soul Kitchen Radio. That was Shakti, Do the Thing Thing on Soul Kitchen Radio. Um, so we're looking at some of the polls, and and what do we see? Well, we have different polls, so let's go to some of the reliable ones that I can pick out. So, you know, each individual poll um, is different, and there's a margin of error, plus three, plus five, plus one. But um, right now we have a CNN Times poll. Um, it's got women at 43, Brown at 52, um, with two undecided, four other. So there's a margin of 5% error. And these are polls that, that they call people between, um, these were actually called between the 24th of September and the 28th of, of September. And just to let you know that, when they decide to poll someone, they don't really go for, um, you know, Republicans, or they always vote Republicans. Democrats always vote Democrat, have conservative Democrats. So they kind of go independent. So what they do is go independent, but they go a little bit liberal Republican, a little bit liberal Democrat. Yeah, not so far that can right. Sway. Not so far yeah, left. that can sway left or right. So that's where you get your, your margin factors from. That's where they call it the swing vote. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So they, they, they select right. randomly who these people are. So, you know, Democrats vote Democratic. Now I'll say the, the latest one, the Ramison poll, uh, dated 10-3-2010, October 3rd. That was, what, two days ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yesterday, actually. Had uh, Whitman at 44, Brown at 49. Yeah, so I, I would say that's about the closest poll we have <laughs> so far. That um, That is true. I don't think it will move much from 44-49. As I said, I think Californians have already decided who the governor will be. You know, um, I think that Jerry Brown is always attractive with his fiery attitude. <laughs> you know, people want to see someone with spirit, and you know, watching the the debates, it's like Meg Whitman. Oh, yeah, I'm your grandmother from down yeah. the street, and you know, I look over the neighborhood, and I love people. And when she's going her house, it turns to the wicked witch of the east. <laughs> you know, Get out of my house! Exactly. So, Deport these people. <laughs> so that's that's my concern. I don't want anyone to play in front of the camera. I want someone to be just be real. who you are. <clears throat> so you know. Um, I did see back in August, Meg Whitman had was up fifty one to forty three, and since then she really showed her butt. I would say. I think that more, you know, she was new. Nobody really knew who she was. You know. I think they went on her track record, but as, you know, as the investigation began, they decided, well, she's not the person I thought she was. Right, right. So they're just going to, and more is coming out. You know, who knows? Maybe it just wasn't meant for her to to be the governor. I just got to say, no matter how much money you have, money can buy you everything. Yeah. 
You can't buy you can't buy so a vote. I think she spent so far of her own money over a hundred and fifty million dollars thus far. So, you know, that's a whole lot of money to be spending and you know, what gets me is that she just left everybody else. She never did come into our communities where, you know, people really need help, where people have really lost their jobs, where people really need health care reform. And, you know, she's trying to put a stop on, you know, these uh, refineries and oil um, um, businesses on the air pollution. So instead of California being a leader in um, alternative resources, she wanted to take a 10 steps backwards and go back to how it was in the, in the 80s. And we can't afford to lose decades of accomplishment because her money bought her into the governor's house. Hmm. I think we want to move forward with alternative energy, which is a good thing. We want to get people back to work doing, um, coming into new businesses of their own, solar, wind, um, green stuff. Yeah. So, you know, we want to get back into that, and we do want to keep the caps on these refineries. No, you can't pollute our air. Right, right. And they get they get taxed a lot. Right and, now. And what what Maggie's trying to do is, is repeal, that. repeal that tax so they could, and when you if you drive past the refinery, you see the black smoke in the air, you know, they get charged like $10,000 a minute for every time that black smoke is in the air. So that money should be going to California. Exactly. So what she wanted to do is repeal that, which really doesn't make any sense. And what really has no meaning behind it is her explanation for it. Right. <laughs> her explanation was she can suspend that for only a year so people can get back to work. <laughs> What okay. is this lady thinking about? Okay, so she figured if you don't have to pay those excruciating high costs for polluting air, for polluting the water, then maybe the refineries will hire more people. Right. Yeah. Absolutely doesn't make any sense. No sense at all. So uh, Jerry Brown joked in his first in his first debate because of his time in office, he said he has put put in more work for less pension, the best pension by the state has ever seen. And <laughs> yeah, Jerry Brown is a joker. That's what I think people like about him because, you know, in a time of, in a time like this, we need somebody who's just going to come in with a nice, easy, relaxed way of doing things, but it's going to get the job done. Exactly. She has, like I said, she has really no personality. It's just that she's up there, and, you know, during the debate, she also called him governor at one point, and um, she was just, she just seems out of place, and it's just, you know, it's, it's, like I said, she's the grandmother of the neighborhood, but once she walk into her house, it's Haiti. Yeah, and Brown also painted Whitman as a neophyte who's trying to buy the office for her own wealthy contributors and but he said he's been in the kitchen he knows the heat exactly. you know brown what i see brown you're going to see brown is somebody that that you'll you'll see him in walmart you'll see him in the regular streets you know well, hanging out with people i want to know this when he was mayor of oakland 
Now, this is Oakland. Uh-huh. How many people do you know will move in the center of Oakland? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As mayor. As mayor. He's gonna, he's, if, he's, if I'm in Oakland, I'm going to... I'm the mayor. I'm going to move into Oakland, so I'll see what the heck is going on. And someone found out where he was staying, and although his um, loft was secure and everything, someone sent pizzas to his home (laughs) (laughs) that he didn't order. And he wanted to know, (laughs) how did they know where I live to send pizzas to my (laughs) home? But he did turn the pizza man away. He did buy the pizza. He did buy the pizza, but <laughs> turned the pizza man away. Good for him. Good for him. Meg, Meg Whitman, where are you going to find her? Up in Alamo somewhere, Danville Square, Blackhawk. Well, um, And not coming down. No. She's <laughs> not coming off of that high horse. No. For anyone. See her in the back in the VIP section of Scott Seafood. I don't even think she goes to Scott not, Seafood. The one on Wanna Creek, of course, not Oakland. Peg <laughs> got her own little section. That's enough. That's enough women. Okay. Moving on. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to get into some more. Actually, you know what? We're going to get into our to our interview with Baby James. That's going to be our next thing. In fact, I'm going to play one of his songs, and, uh, and then we're going to get him on the phone. Oh, we do have some listeners that's involved in a in a tally point so we'll give you a percentage it looks like uh yeah, it looks like a lot of them are starting to agree with us yeah it looks that way mm-hmm. so uh if there's any meg whitman voters we're not you know you know bashing her or anything like that if that's who you want to vote for please do the most important thing for you to do is to just, just vote Get out there and vote, vote, vote. Doesn't matter who you vote for, as long as you vote. That's important. You know, it doesn't matter who you. We're I not trying a, to tell you to, who to vote for. I take advantage of every opportunity I can to vote, and I may not vote all the way down into different sectors, but I do vote. That's right. Okay, it's, it's Soul Kitchen Radio. Uh, we're gonna come back with the toll with the poll that we've been taking, a tally, and uh, and we're going to get into our Baby James interview. As you enter the dimension of the crew so size, there ain't nothing going on but a party. 
Now our brothers wanna flex, but I'm over they heads. I got the funky type of style to rip your vocals distress. I'm never running from the feds, wearing red protest designs. Nobody. I dedicate that line to Shaq from South Central. I'm saying I'm the baddest, but I know I got potential. For every black man hung lyrically, I went you. Your style is not a trial, hope my melody can quench you. My soul is one with all, although my ego is against you. See rappers are raw meat, so now I got to mix you. I'm playing rappers out like an old pair of gym shoes. I can do anything, I can do anything. Cruising down the street in my six fold parlor. It's what I'd like to be doing if only I have the dollars. The baller ain't a baller if he ain't got balls. If he ain't got scholastic education And if not that, then learn from life Beyond all the material crap A human ain't a human if he doesn't make mistakes And the name of this song is one way Little Mike, George, Nas, the Gremlin, Red Bull, and Norris. 
Also, I want to say what's up to Doug and Lance and everybody chilling out in front of you. What's up to Rock B? In the place to be. Special shout out to my nephew, Frank. you've all been waiting for the soul kitchen radio soul kitchen radio soul kitchen radio
Soul Kitchen Radio. How you doing? It's Rick Camacho. That's a little flashy back to in vogue. It's a diva, Latifa. Diva? And as I promised you, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone, we have the man, the legend, Baby James. Hey, what's up, Rick? <laughs> what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm just kind of excited about this new project. And, uh, oh, and they, they like you out there. They're still clapping for you. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, they hate they like you, man. Right on, right on. All right, so let's talk about Baby James, man. What's uh, sure. you're excited about the new project? First of all, let, let, let's talk about what's coming up for you. What's your project right now? I'm working on this project. It's called The Born Again, Volume One, and you know, it's a follow-up. I had the Ghetto Retro album a few years back, and it's been a while since I. Uh, you know, I've, I always was recording and writing, but um, as far as putting something out and, and getting a push behind it, it's been a minute. I, I stepped back for a minute and was focusing on licensing my my um, my catalog for film and TV. Right. So uh, now I'm back, going back into the artist arena, and um, coming through uh, Hieroglyphics uh, Clear Label with Tajay. Right. Right. So, um, I'm really excited about the new material, anxious to see what the reception will be. And, uh, you know, I just did the show with Angie Stone Sunday, which went off really good, despite several hiccups. It, right, uh, right. It came, out, it came out pretty good. So that's got me, you know, I got a lot of energy and a lot of juice right now. So just just anxious, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I was listening to the, to the songs that you gave me. I, I, I'm really digging it. I like it. Good, good. I appreciate that, man. That's always good to hear. And, you know, you work hard on your music and you're hoping that you get good feedback. And I have been getting pretty good feedback, you know, when I play some of the stuff, which everything isn't mixed yet, but, uh, you know, just the rough bounces are getting pretty, pretty good, pretty good feedback. So, and I did some of the new songs at the show as well. All right. So basically, where are you, where are you recording out of? Are you, are you still in Oakland? We know you're from East oh, Oakland. I still have my spot in L.A. I'm up here. I've been up here for a few months because I'm also shooting this film called Milk Money. Okay. And, um, yeah, I've been doing my acting thing. So I'm shooting the film as well as mixing down the album project, which was all recorded here. I did, like, some horns, live horn sessions in Los Angeles and a, and a bit of vocals. I'm sorry. I think my phone just clicked. Click. But, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I've been recording up here. Here is where I get, you know, I know what I can do up here. I, I have some contacts in Los Angeles, but home is, is, is where I uh, do most of the recording. Okay. So so you just pretty much just stayed here then? Good. So who you, who you recording yeah. with? Well, you know, I always collaborate. You might not know, but Mark Garvey, who is uh, like my main producer and collaborating partner, uh-huh. Did most of the music, and then I did a lot of live stuff, which is the Clear Label, which really supported that. You know, that's always what I wanted to do was record in live band. I always used some live instruments, but I did a lot of stuff with strings and you know horn sections and, and things like that. So um, those songs I did, um, I collaborated. I just got hired musicians basically and had them play what I was hearing in my head, and I would sing down 
like the string lines or the horn lines, I would sing that myself. And then I had Adam Thies write the charts. And, right, uh, right. Rich, Rich Armstrong um, did the horn arrangements. And, I mean, uh, that stuff came out really, really good. So I'm excited about it. Good, good. Well, I got uh, my my co-host today is is Diva Latifa. She's right here. She got a couple questions for you. How you doing, Jay? Okay. Um, I was good. just good. That's good. I was just introduced to your music um, last week, actually, and it's it's very good. I like the sound. I'm very very impressed. Um, I I really enjoy your music. And coming from a young artist like you. That's um, I gotta give you your props. That's a very good thing that you're into music like that. You know how the older generation say real music, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, a lot of youngsters are not into like the screams, the horn. You know those melodies. But um, Mm -hmm. being that I'm I'm a native of Oakland as well. I was born and raised in East Oakland. And um, as a young artist, how do you find, um, do you find it difficult to be exposed in the Bay Area? To be exposed to real music? No, no, to be exposed to the industry, just being in the oh. Bay Area. Do you find it that you have to go outside of the Bay Area to get your... To get your props, pretty much. Yeah. To get recognition for, uh, for being in, in the industry. No, I do. I, 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 that's a good question. I, um, that's part of the reason why I relocated. I mean, I relocated, like I said, to. I had had uh, quite a few songs, and that was just from Oakland, and making contacts and music supervisors. Uh, and I already had some songs placed in um, some films and some TV shows, and I wanted to capitalize on that. But also because in Los Angeles, you know, there's an industry there, um, and they get a lot of the same stuff, you know, more of a generic kind of thing happening because everyone's vying for this that, that position. And uh-huh. so when I come in and I play my stuff, it has a different edge to it. And that's why I always say I have to record here because I'm bringing something else, and it's not necessarily a bass sound, but it's just a fresh sound. So to, you're right. I think you have, you have to go to um, Los Angeles or Atlanta where there's an established um and more and more big record labels you know, that were more I'm more sorry? bigger labels more bigger labels and uh and there you know, are yeah and, all and, that stuff. and um but I also find that those bigger labels also play it safe and, and so um and I feel more freedom with, with uh-huh. going with the indie situation because I had been offered a few different situations excuse me and um I just think that I, I'm I'm more designed for something that has allowed more creative um, freedom. So, like you said, I really like the melodies. I, I'm I'm a big I'm a I, songwriting is like really one of my main passions. And so, I like you know I hear I listen to the radio. I listen to a lot of popular music, and I might even I might even really you know like the song. But but after hearing it once or twice or a few times. I don't really have to hear it. You know, someone say, oh, what do you think about this new song by whoever? I go, oh, I, I really like that song. But I wouldn't listen to it over and over. And I noticed that the music from years ago, whether it's Motown or, like, Philadelphia Sound or, you know, any of that music, you can hear those songs over and over and over, and you never really get tired of them. 
Right. right. Trendy kind of sound, it plays out. It may, you know, it's popular for a year or six months or three yeah. months, and then it's yeah, it's and done. it just goes and away. What do you want? Um, what do you want people to to know or to feel when they hear your music? What What are we to get from it? Um, I mean, in a nutshell, it's probably maybe this is too simple, too easy, but like I just. I want to make people uh, feel good and, and kind of have an escape. Um, I think music can really save lives. I mean, it's nothing like a Stevie Wonder song. It's, right. it's, it's something about Stevie's music that is, right. I don't know, it's so uplifting. And I it's really, you know, good. I've had some, some down day. feel good. That's really, you know, right. I, I really call my music feel good music or feel hood music. <laughs> yeah, you but, want uh, to, you know, I, I wanted to have an urban down-to-earth feeling, but, you know, and it can speak on the truth. It can talk about the streets. It can talk about anything. But you, when you, you, it, you know, the other day I, I went to a mix session, and um, one of the new songs they were playing it, and this guy, he's a, he's a rapper, and he was like, man, I love that song, he said, because it takes me somewhere. And I don't know where it took him, but it just took him somewhere, and that that made me feel good. Like that's one of the best compliments because that's what I want my music to do—to take me somewhere. And you right. always go to that place, you know. When Marvin right. Gaye's music takes you somewhere. You go into his whole zone, you know. If you listen to his a full album by him, it takes you somewhere, and it's it's wherever he's at at that moment. You can feel that. And sometimes it's kind of a sad place, and sometimes it's a happy place, or it's a dance or a funk place, but it takes you somewhere as opposed See, to just I knew I, was, I knew I was right about you. See, you bringing up all these old school singers that's before your time, all these legends. Now, I you got know, it in your blood, man. I know you wasn't working. So what we want to know is who introduced you to that? What, where is Where's your memory from? to the first time you heard a Marvin Gaye song? Was it in a womb? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can remember the first time, but um, I know that uh, I have you, older cousins. Do you have, and, uh, do you have memories of growing up with, you know, maybe your mom or, or somebody she's cleaning was, the house yeah, or washing the car? Oh, totally. No. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's really. I would guess that would be. You just nailed it. Like, really, my mom has a big passion for music. And she, again, like you said, cleaning the house or family um, events. Get together. You always hear, you know, Luther Vandross or Marvin or, and they would play these songs over and over. And I always kind of lean towards those stations that would play those melodies. I love, I love a great, a great melody. That old K-Soul. Remember K-Soul 1077 K-Soul? Yeah. 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 I went to this bar called Somar, and it's downtown Oakland. (laughs) And they were playing a lot of good music, new music, good hip hop, good R and B, and you know everybody was into it. I mean, it was just it was a good night. And then they played um, they played Michael Jackson, uh, "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough." Oh yeah. And 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 they played they played they played rock with you, and the whole place. Like came alive and sang the whole song. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you feel it. Because you feel that music when it comes I mean, on. That's 
that's mm-hmm. legendary right there. That that takes you back to those days that we were just talking about with your mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That and that's what you want to do for this generation, right? I feel that's what's lost oh. this generation. You know, we're yes, gonna get I, into this. Well, let's get into. I I feel that that's you know what's missing. So, are you gonna bring that type of feel good music to us? Because we need it. We need some stuff. You know, I really think that that's why I'm here, and that's why I've been. I honestly wouldn't have not have been able. I'm an independent artist, and I wasn't in a position to make the music that I really wanted to make. And I just met Tajay on the flute. Like I won't even say a flute. It was just by design. And he hadn't even heard anything until recently. And I've been recording for like over a year, and he just believed in and just believed and was like, you know, I'm like, dude, let me let you hear something, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm a fan. I just want you to make what you feel in your heart. And I well, just know that that was just by, that's just through the grace of God. I mean, it's the only way I can explain that. I mean, like I said, the strings and the orange, that stuff is, is not cheap. And it's it takes a lot of time and energy. And he's just been there. So I think that that's what I'm supposed to do. I I, I read something or heard something, and they said, don't complain about what's not out there. If you don't like what's not out there, make your bring, own. Bring it to bring it to the you know, and that's why I don't never I never degrade other artists or anything because they're right. bringing you what they have inside of them, mm-hmm. and, and I know I have something else inside of me that I have to share with the world, you know, however many people that is. If it's two people, right. or if it's five thousand, if it's five million, I just gotta be me and do what I know to do. Exactly, so, and let me give you a compliment right quick because. And uh, you said you've been down there for a year already, right? And you're already in Los open. Angeles. Um, yeah. How long yeah, have you well, been down? Yeah, it's been. I guess it was. It's been a couple of years, but um, I'm, I've been up here for for a few months. Oh, okay. And you're already you're opening up for Angie. Angie Stone, and you're doing movies. You need to give yourself a good pat on the back because you're staying focused. You know, this whole time, you know, you're not all over the place. That's right. Let's give him a hand. Awesome, baby James. Because I really feel that, you know, you are going somewhere. And, you know, I'm going to keep my eye on you. And I'm going to say, I did an interview with him. (laughs) When he he was just coming out. And, look, we're going to get into one of your songs. Look, we're going to get into one of these songs, Bump My Head. Tell us about Bump My Head. Um, you say tell you about it. Um, that's one of the songs that I, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, our generation of hip hop, you know, we kind of write to beats. You know, we got beat makers as right. you know instead of producers, and what I consider producers. And so, that's one of the songs that I actually wrote first, and then had the music made to the to, to fit, the you know, the melody. Okay. And so I, I, that's one of the first ones I did like that for this project. So. Uh-huh. Um, it's just it's, it's it's I don't know it's just a story I'm a storyteller I like I've always liked creative writing and mm-hmm. uh, it's just a situation that uh, I wanted to write about it wasn't necessarily uh, personal but just I like writing songs. All right, well we're gonna get into bump my head. Uh, we're talking to Baby James, uh, independent artist out of East Oakland. This is his one of his one of his songs, bump my head. Uh, you give us a call seven one four six nine four forty one fifty if you want to talk to. To baby James, we'll be right back. This is this is his song by my head right here. So get the radio. 
not to mix it up. She's just a rip, nothing more than some groovy love. I didn't really wanna. All right, the Soul Kitchen Radio. This is the Diva. I'm coming back with Baby J. Yeah, Baby J. And um, we're getting back into the show. How you doing, Baby J? I'm good. I'm doing well. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm still over here bumping my, my head. head. Oh, okay. I love that. I like that and I and, and I do love that inst- the instrumental on that too. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's Mark Garvey uh, again. He's like very talented. He's having a lot of success with. I don't know if you're familiar with R.O.D., but he's another yeah, yeah. Um, yeah artist, R&B artist from the Bay that used to be a part of the Ghetto Retro um, clique. And we're still a family, but he's he's really doing well. And, and Garvey is doing a lot of the production on that um, on that project. Mark Garvey yeah, is no, he's, mad, he's, uh, mad talented. He blew up so yeah. far here in the Bay. Um, yeah, he's that, doing really good. You know, and that's one of the other things that I want to uh, I want to touch on is is you know I get my Billboard magazine every week. I hear ROD like number one on the charts, but I can't find them yeah. on Billboard. You know what's uh, what does the artist got to do to to move out of this 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 uh, this stop like this glass ceiling almost on the industry to get out of the band and get on the charts. Um. Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I would. There's a lot of things. I, I mean, a lot of. I, you know, that's something that is always talked about, and you know, it seems like the Bay has a hard time. Bay artists have a hard time breaking in, um, in um, nationally. And 
I have to be honest, man, and I don't want to be negative, but it's like a lot of the way we do things business-wise and, right. you know, our professional right. our approach to things, I think, has a lot to do with that block. Yeah. So You, you uh, hit it on the Yeah, it's just it's an interesting thing. I don't know what to, to say other than move out of this system a little bit. You know, Keisha Cole is a Bay artist. But we don't think of her that way because she never played the Bay Arena like that. She kind of right, and we all know that Keisha Cole. In order to make everybody knows the Keisha Cole story, in order to make Mm -hmm. it, she said, "I'm just gonna go." Yeah, and the most, and I think the most important thing about that, you did, you know, um, hit the nail on the head when you said it's the mentality. So mm-hmm. if you're if you understand the business for yourself and understand what you have to do, and it seems like that you you are very knowledgeable about what you're doing and how you want to be represented as an artist, no one can take mm-hmm. that from you because you know yeah. Yeah. your music, you know where you want to go, and that's why you're putting that good sound out there that really you know nobody has. It's different, mm-hmm. and it's wow, wow, that means that, that is. That means a lot, because I, you know, as an artist, I always say we can't hear ourselves <laughs> because, um, right, you know, you know we're we're just being and, and creating. That is something Martin Luther mentioned to me the other day was that, you know, we we have to uh, listen to ourselves. Exactly. And, and you know, it's like once you start hearing yourself, you know where you fit in, and and again, like you know, chasing those trends is just not or chasing the local trend. You know, knowing what's going on outside of Oakland, knowing what's going on outside of California or this country, because I get a lot of, uh, um, I have a lot of people who support me overseas in other countries. I, I know it from the emails and um, some of the radio, like in, in um, Germany and in France, and it's, it's crazy yeah. to see my name pop up on these different playlists. And um, I went to, uh, it was a radio station, and they had me right, up, you know, they had Beyonce and, and 50 Cent. And then they had me, and this, they sent me the screenshot, and I was just blown away. And, and they had an advertisement, and this isn't something that we pay for. These people just, I don't know, they, I don't know how they found my music. Right. Well, see, that's one of the emphasis is like, you know, I know over there they have a big appreciation for soul mm-hmm. music, and I'm sure you probably right. have a lot of listeners in other right. countries as well. So it's an international, um, an international arena now because of the internet and. It's just so different. Like, you know, I can really just do what I do and not worry about what the people in my backyard are doing. You know, and that's the that's the wonder that's the wonderful thing about having a, a internet radio station and that's pretty much why why Soul Kitchen Radio exists is because I wanna be able to I wanna be able to help artists uh worldwide. You know. Right. And, and it's so it's so much easier than than uh being up on a big building in in San Francisco and you only have so many people that are listening unless they go on mm-hmm. the internet you know and then people got to come mm-hmm. here you know all that stuff it it's you know terrestrial radio is is actually starting to die out a little bit and and people mm-hmm. are moving towards the internet radio yeah they are no yeah. i think i think it's i'm sorry Go ahead. No, I was just saying. Yeah, I think that's, 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 that's the future. You know, I think that is what you're doing is is the future of radio. Like you are, I appreciate you so much because that's how my stuff is getting heard more more than 
like you said, more than the local radio stations. Um, and like Raphael Sadiq is another person who I've used as an example in terms of like having that niche following and it's international. You know, he's all over the world. Right. And, you know, a group of people here, a group of people there. And he, you know, he's told me like, man, I go to these different countries and I'm seeing your stuff. I'm hearing, you know, people are asking me about you. And that's how I, I know that I said, you know what, I got to just stay true to me and not follow whatever's going on at the moment and just do me because Ooh, there's people got, out there who want to hear good music. We got us a real celebrity on this line. <laughs> they, say, they say stars float. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, baby, Jay? You got it all on your own, you know, and that's and that's a good thing. That's a very, right. very good thing. And I, I'm, God. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Right. Yeah, you can't do anything without it. Let me give a quick plug to your Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash jlyrie. Spell that, L-Y-R-I-E. Yeah, J-Leary. J-Leary. Are you on, on Twitter also? Um, I am on Twitter, and that's under uh, Baby James. Okay, and that's J A Twitter.com backslash Baby James. J A Y M E S. Right. J A Y M E S, Baby James. Um and I'm also at Soul Kit Radio. At Soul Kit Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio is a little too long for Twitter, I guess. So <laughs> let's talk about uh <laughs> so um you said you got some music in some some of your songs on T V in the movies. Um so what does the artist gotta do to, to make that happen? Um, so you can do like TuneCore or something, or 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 what? Well, it's funny because a lot of those situations just you know with me sitting on 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 the computer and reaching out, making connects with different people. I think one of the main people, and this guy is, is just been great for me. His name is Carter Armstrong. Um, he's at Warner Brothers Pictures, and right. I had gotten a song placed on the Jamie Kennedy um, film, Malibu's Most Wanted. Oh, okay. And Love that movie. Yeah, that that was a good movie. And, and so I looked at this, the um, CD that had the information of, you know, the music suits and started putting, making calls trying to reach those guys to say, hey, you know, I'm the artist who did the song with Jamie Kennedy and, you know, I want to present some music to you. And so one of the people I got on the line was uh, was this guy, Carter Armstrong. And he said, oh, yeah, um, actually, you know what? I think it was I, wanna, I think it was Any Given Sunday. I'm sorry. That's what it was. That's how I ended up getting Malibu's Most Wanted because the first song we ever got placed a long time ago. Was you were on Any Given your, your song was in Any Given Sunday? It was in Any Given Sunday. And the way that that happened, man, was the craziest incident I had wrote this song, and these girls, they had a group, and they loved the song, and they wanted to do the song. And right. at that time, I was, you know, really thinking about being an artist and, and not just writing. Because, like I said, I would start off really just really into the writing side of things. And so they they lived in L.A., and they were like, we really want to do this song. So I told them, I said, whoever makes something happen with the song, then they can just run with it. So you record it, and I'll record it. Right. And they drove up here from L.A., and they said, you'll never believe, they called, and they said, you'll never believe what happened. And I said, what? And they said, we're not going to tell you until we get there. So then they came to the studio, 
They said, we had dinner with Oliver Stone last night, and they met him through somebody. They said, he, we sang your song. We just sang it for him, and he liked it so much. He said that if we could record the song, get it mixed and mastered by Monday, <laughs> and that was a Friday, then wow. he would find a place. They're editing his, his film now, and they will find a place for the, for the song in the movie. Yeah. So wow. we rushed him. We worked all weekend, no sleep, all the you know, like two days working mm-hmm. on this song. We got it to him that Monday. He kept his word and he put it I mean, in the in When you in think the about film, all the people that were in any given Sunday, that that's that's great. Like Jamie Foxx with totally Muscle crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> I mean, we Jay, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. that's big and I hope um the listeners have been really actually listening. Because he said that he did the work himself That's right. to begin with. You got on that phone, right? Yeah. Well, well, I didn't. I, I, well, we're on the song, singing some backgrounds, but we, uh, my cousin and I, produced and and um, along yeah, with Juan you, Blair, you made the phone singers. call. Yeah, you and was you out made there the phone calls, grinding. Right? You was the one grinding, trying to make it happen. Well, after they, after we got that song placed in that film. Um, when I got the CD of the Any Given Sunday soundtrack is when I started making calls to the people at Warner Brothers, and that's right. how I met Carter Armstrong. Right. So have you ever have you been approached by Jamie Foxx? Have they heard your music? I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know, I don't but know. you're on you know, the soundtrack. I don't know if you remember the scene in the Any Given Sunday when Jamie runs into the bathroom to chase after Layla Rashawn. I think they were yeah, in the Yeah, 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 at the party. That's when our song is playing in that scene. Oh. And it has nothing to do with the scene, but <laughs> he liked it enough to put it in there. And then I guess yeah. like a couple of years later, or maybe it was the next it was the next year, I'm not sure, but um, I went to a party. Actually, again, Rafael Sadiq took us to a, uh, I forget what magazine. Oh, it's his magazine party. Right. And we go to this party, and Oliver Stone was at the party. And we talked to him, and he was like, I really like the ghetto retro sound. And he's like, you know what? If He says, if the film does, um, nope, this has to be around the same time. He said, if the film does good enough, we're going to have a second soundtrack, and we're going to put your song on the soundtrack. The film was a big hit. They had a second soundtrack. And we and were on the track right along with Smokey Robinson and all these other, you know, right. amazing right. Did you get a platinum? And, did, they, did they go gold or platinum on that soundtrack? I don't think I don't think I don't think so. I don't think it did too well. But you know, yeah. it was a credit that kinda like opened up yeah. the door so that when I went to make the next conversation with someone I could say, Hey, I had this song and da 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 and that's kinda well, how the situation to... happened with Jamie Kennedy. All right, well right now we're gonna go into another song. Uh we're gonna go into K I M. Uh K I M which okay, cool. is Yeah, what what was that? What K I M stands for what? Keep it moving. Keep it moving. It's about adversity, facing adversity, and and, and having keep the, it moving, you know, huh? Yep. <laughs> right. Let's go on to keep it moving right here. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. It's Big Man. Be right back. Seven times four forty-one fifty. Soul Kitchen Radio. Keep it moving. Do it, moving, do it,
the spot My girl stay worried, so my dude get shot, yeah Talk to my people, but they don't listen Maybe I'm wrong, but you know I'm not listening So I, I carry a heavy load Never knowing which way to go Remind me of that Keisha song that keeps coming on I gotta let it go Now the preachers and the leaders chastising us I went to my brother but he wouldn't listen I talked to my cousin but my cousin wasn't tripping I explained my pain but he wasn't really feeling I guess the truth is that he really wasn't listening So I, I can't be a heavy load I never know which way to go Ain't no time to be so vulnerable All this time I gotta do the impossible inside Next show, she's backing you that's, up. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm uh, don't be surprised if I call because I might need you on background in a uh, session. <laughs> you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'll be ready. You know what? That was good to me. I'm gonna quit school and come to LA. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm on my way. 
Don't quit just yet. Oh, not now? Not now? Not right hey, now. Just... Uh, hey, Baby James, I know we got a lot of people going to be listening to the show. You can always podcast it, download it, go back, listen to the archives. It's Soul Kitchen Radio, blogtalkradio.com slash Soul Kitchen Radio. Get it on archives. It's uh, Baby James is in the in the title, Soul Kitchen Radio, interview with East Oakland's own Baby James. Um, but then people are going to want some free copies, man. When, when that copy, can I... Can I get a couple copies to to give out to the listeners? Oh, of course, man. Um, definitely, and and I'll, I'll I have to I'll make sure that that happens. Um, send you some stuff and posters, and I'm I'm looking to have some T-shirts, some Kettle Retro T-shirts made uh, very soon. So I'll send all of that your way, man. I appreciate Thank you, you man. having me. Yeah, and uh, you know we're we're getting into the to the end of the show. We got six minutes left. So before we before we say our goodbyes, we're gonna listen to this I U We. I U E two. That's what it's called. What's it called? It's called I I dash U dash We. You know, like me you creating a We. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I U We. Like marriage, he don't right. understand that. That's like right, right. He don't understand that. He don't uh, let let us play this song so he get some understanding. Yeah, I understand that when the paycheck comes in on Fridays, I will be no right back. And then it's M I N E. So get ready, we'll be right back.
baby thing. You're just going to let that play out in the background. Okay. So, uh, like, man, I really like your music. Great. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I say all the time. <laughs> Real uh, Still there?